Hello everybody, welcome back to My Madness, I'm your host as always, Brian, Brian Dash, and today I'm doing a remake of a few stories that were uh, beloved, and uh, the story I'm going to do right now is uh, Crystal's Origin. This is a Star Fox fan fiction, Crystal is a female fox, and we're going to do her origin story today. So, sit back, relax, and enjoy. As I tell you the story of Crystal's origin, also I would like to tell you all that um right now I am making my bed. So if you hear sounds in the background, I am so sorry. I will also like to add that I will post a picture of Crystal, either from Star Fox, Avengers, I was Avengers, Star Fox Assault, Star Fox Command, or preferably Star Fox. Adventures because that is where the story would be taking place at or what age she would be in near the end of the stories. So please sit back and enjoy. <clears throat> Hello there, little one. I opened my eyes and saw my daddy sitting at the edge of my bed. Hi, Dad. Hey there, my little crystal. So, um, are you ready for a trip? We're going to take you to Corneria. You are? Yes. See, um, I know how much you always adored the star pilots. And I know how you had a crush on one of the star pilots' little boys. What's his name? Fox McCloud, was it? Yeah, Daddy. Well, James actually offered if you'd like to spend the day with him. Him and Fox. Can we show you around the, the academy? Try to fly, take you for a little trip in his R-Wing before he has to go off on a mission. Would you like that? More than anything, Dad. More than anything. <laughs> well, it's time to leave right now, actually. So, get your stuff and take off for a little vacation. Mom's already in the ship. Let me grab my blaster. I need it just in case, you know. If I'm going to be a pilot one day, that's why we're moving there, so I can learn how to fly too. And then maybe one day, I can teach you. That'd be wonderful, Dad. Wonderful. Alrighty. Well, hop in, and I'll be there in a second. So I run in. Hi, Mom. Hey, Crystal. How's everything? I'm excited about our trip. Your father told me you may be. Oh. So, what do you want to do first? We're going to have one day where your father unpacks. Um, to do whatever we like. It won't take long to unpack. Not with all of our heads put together. I want to see the space stations. You know, with the starships. You can't see that today, Crystal. We'll see, to we'll see tomorrow, though, because that's where we have to go. However, we can do more stuff, if you like. Can we go swimming? Yes, Corneria has a wonderful pool. We can go swimming. Uh, we can go eat out too, if you like. There's plenty of arcade games. You can go to arcades. Anything you like. I was so excited. My mother and father were the best. Nothing could ruin this day. At least, that's what I thought. We're about an hour into our, sh our flight. My dad said, oh, am I? 
This isn't good. What is it, dear? Everyone buckle up. I, I can't control the ship. Then we heard something from behind us, like an 18 year old. <laughs> Playtime's over. Who's that? Connor Wolf. Just got off flat school and I'm about to shoot down my first ragtag bunch of losers. Shots went off. My father said, Oh no. Our main reactor's down. We're going down. I heard the computer say, Heading towards Corneria. Corneria. They hit the ship the navigation. Hold on, Mom said. And she helped fix it. She was very good at it. Even certain peril. Not Corneria. It's a planet known as Saria. Saria? What do you mean, Saria? The dino planet. I'll try to land this thing. My father pulled up, trying to land it. It began to flow down. Unfortunately, though, since my mother wasn't buckled up trying to fix the navigations, and my father was up front, and we hit the planet straight on, my mother and father both died. The last thing I remember is something hitting me in the head, like a metal beam or some sort. I woke up laying in the grass by the river, with the triceratops looking down at me. Then I heard footsteps come from behind me, along with a robe flopping in the wind. Well, what do we have here? And he leaned down. What's your name? Crystal. Crystal? With a C. No, a K. A K, you say. Hmm. What's your name? My name's Crow. But my name begins with a C. <laughs> what are you doing here, young one? I was on a ship to go to Corneria. Then a pilot shot us down. We don't know who it was, though. Pilot shot you down. Well, did you know what pilot was like? What ship was he driving? Or did he, did he open fire on you, or did he fire first? He opened fire on us. Well, then it can't be one of the ships from Corneria, if that's where you're headed. As if you told me. They don't open fire first, they would patrol, and they don't use a patrol this far to begin with. Tell me. Was the ship blue? And was it an R-Wing? No. The ship was red. And I believe the name of the ship was called a Wolfen. Oh, a teen punk. I know that pilot. It's Pilot Wolf. 
He was kicked out of the school for young pilots due to his aggression towards other students. Eventually, he found someone known as Andros. I've been trying to get rid of Andros for a while now. He must have took him under his wing. Taught him everything he knew. Since no one stands up to Andros, there's not really much anyone could do when he got his permit, or whatever you call it, from Andros. Only one person I know is able to stand up to Andros, and I'm pretty sure he's dead by now, because I heard from a friend who knew Pepe that Pigma, James McLeod, and Pepe Hare went to try to attack Andros, but then, of course, I told them, but they don't listen. Pigma must have betrayed the Star Fox team because Pepe was the only one to return and he said that unfortunately Fox is young Fox's father will not be returning for he has died on a mission. I couldn't get Fox out of his room for days. It must have been hard for him, especially since he had recently lost his little brother, or soon-to-be little brother, and his mother, who died in giving birth to his little brother and child in labor. He's the only one left. He's about 18 years old now. Anyway. You know what I have to do now. I looked up at him and I was scared. I thought he was going to kill me. But I managed to say, What's that? He picked up his staff and said, I'm going to have to do something I never thought I would have to do. Especially to a young man around your age. I closed my eyes, waiting for him to hit me. But instead, he wrapped his arms around me and picked me up. Your legs are broken. I can tell that without even, without even searching and feeling around. So, the only thing I have to do is carry you back. Is my mom and dad there? Look where your ship has landed. I looked and I saw two blue foxes dead. I knew I was my parents and I cried. He held me in his arms and tried to comfort me. There, there, there. It's gonna be just fine, I promise you. I'll make sure everything is just fine. But my mom and my dad is dead. How could everything be fine? Well, let's just say they left you in good hands. That's the first time I got a look at this thing. Very strange thing indeed. He didn't have any hair or feathers on his body except on his head and legs and arms and some on his chest. But most of it was just his skin. How odd. He wore things on him like we do, only it seemed to fit him 
and didn't seem to fit anyone I've ever seen. I asked him what species he was, of bird or four-legged beast, but he walked on two legs. I thought he must have been a monkey, like those Andros people, whom now I know are called Andros's army. But he wasn't one of them either, for they still had fur and he had none. I asked him, who are you and what are you? He said he was a human from some place known as Earth. Very strange place, I thought. Well, apparently there was millions, if not billions, of people like him. Of different skin colors, different hair colors, and so on and so forth. I was shocked. He also talked about nationalities and beliefs. It was very odd to me, but I thought not to argue the point. So, he took me home. We all walk on our hind legs too, but apparently he called us four-legged. He also called me anapomorphic. I don't know what that means. It sounds like an insult, but maybe he was just maybe that's his language for an animal on two legs that has, as he calls it, human characteristics. I do not know what he talks about. As he brought me back to the place that he lived, which was a little cave in Thorntail Hollow, he said, Are you hungry? Honestly, I was famished, so I nodded. All right. Do you want scarab beetles? What's a scarab beetle? He reached into a jar and held a beetle. This is a scarab. Ew, a bug. <laughs> so get used to him. And he popped in his mouth and ate it. I tried not to throw up. Well, what's your favorite food to eat? I like cereal. And salad. Salad it is. Stay put. I'll be back. And he went into a place where this one female lizard serpent thing was who sold him things. He paid on scallops and came back. Alright. Here's some salad. Eat up. You'll need every bit of it if you're going to be strong. So as time went on, I grew stronger, and he was right. I take used to scallops. They actually weren't even that bad. He talked about how in Egypt, scarab beetles are a delicacy. I don't know of this Egypt place, but it seems similar to Saudi. Only Egypt, as he said, was covered with sand and pyramids, a pointy tower. And I had no idea what those even were. But I thought it would be an interesting place to visit one day. He said, Egypt, I probably would never take you there. And if I ever do, you'll have to wear a disguise. People may freak out if they see you. 
I never saw, I haven't seen Egypt yet, but I hope to one day. But today was extra exciting. The reason why is it was my birthday. Dad came by and had stuff in his hand. Hey there, Crystal. Hi, Dad. How are you today? I'm wonderful, Dad. It's my birthday. It can't be. I thought your birthday was last year. That's the weird thing about birthday, Dad. That they're annual. Annual. Hmm. Oh, you know what? I think I do have something for you. Now let me see. What was it? Uh, it's in a box here somewhere. Oh, here it is. And he handed me a box. What is it? I don't know. Hi, dear. Why don't you open it? And then we can see what it is together. I opened it and saw a staff with crystals embedded into it. Thanks, Dad. Are these crystals... Are they for me? To tell that this staff belongs to me. <laughs> no, Crystal. Actually, you can send a recording that tells you, or anyone who finds your staff, who it belongs to. And they'll see your face. But this staff has these crystals. It gives you powers. You can shoot fireballs. Jump high. Hit real hard. Protect yourself. And many others. Powers that are unfathomable. Is that something you're interested in? Yes, Dad. It sounds marvelous. <laughs> I thought you might like it. Now let me think here. Now, uh, you want an out a new outfit, is that true? Yeah, Dad, in fact, I circled some I like. Let me take a look then, shall we? Uh, uh, oh, um, um, Crystal, hi. You know I deeply love you, but I don't think this is appropriate for uh, a young fox of your age. You're only 19 years old. What do you mean? Crystal, uh, I, I don't know how to tell you this, my love, but uh, this only covers it's more or less a bra and apron. But you said if I'm going to be a defender of Salia, I have to have a little um straining particles on me. I did say that, but the apron is so, so short, and the top doesn't really cover much, and there's little to the imagination. Are you sure? Yes, Dad. I'm sure. Hmm. It's hard to argue with that logic. And since there's no other male foxes here, I don't really have to worry much about that. And the thorn tails don't seem to be. Alright. How much is it? Seventeen. Seventeen scallops? Red scallops. Hmm, pricey. Here's eighteen. 
could just help the matching sandals with it to protect your feet. Thank you, Dad. You're welcome. I love you, my dear. And here. Then he gave me green scarves for a crown of some sort with diamonds in it and jewelry. He also bought me some wristbands that were metal. A crown with a kind of a greenish diamond that hung right in the middle of my forehead along with two metal ties for my head to keep it on my face and two rings for my tail along with some other things and accessories for my soon I was ready to take up my job as the protector of Saudia well look You are very beautiful, my young one. I love you, Dad. I love you too, Crystal. Then we heard a growling roar from outside, and it said this, Raw! I am Juraskeus! And now it's time to ravage this land and destroy it and take it for my own counsel. Oh dear. Crystal, stay here. And my dad, known as Crow, my adopted father, put on his armor and went out to meet General Scales. They'd gone a massive fight, and Scales was defeated on the ground. And Scales asked my father, What will he do now? Kill me? No. I am not like you. Take your soldiers and get up. I'll allow you to pass by safely. Thank you. How kind you are. I wouldn't say that. For you are banished from Soria. I don't ever want to see you here again. There's one problem, my friend. I am not the one who is defeated. What do you mean? And with that, Skittles pulled out his spear and stabbed him and stabbed my dad in the chest. My father, known as Crow, fell down. He wasn't quite dead and I wanted to run to him. But Skittles said, if it wasn't for you hiding that blue vixen, we wouldn't be here in this predicament. Then my father yelled, Crystal, run! And I ran, and I ran, and I hid. Scales never found me, at least not yet. However, though, it didn't take long for my father to disappear. To this very day, I have no idea where he went. But I know Scales had something to do with it. That terrible thing. Scales doesn't care what you say, Crow. No one will remember you. And Scales went off 
trying to find more of his lackeys to find me. About a year later, right before I turned 20, I was following my Tadato, trying to find scales. I eventually found him, and he captured me. Luckily, I was saved a little later by Fox McLeod, and I joined his team. And that's where we're going to leave my origin for now. If you want to hear more about my origin, remember to leave a like on this video, along with a lot of comments. The creator Brian Dash will appreciate those. Brian also allowed me to do the outro, so I guess first I should say the end. And see the script here? Thank you everyone for watching this video. If you liked it, please punch like button in the face like a boss. As always, high fives all around. Thank you so much for watching. Pro everyone. And now I have to do a howl. And I need your help. One, two, three. Thank you everyone for watching. Please leave a comment down below along with if you want to hear more of my origin story. Brian's also writing my origin when I died. I'm not so proud about that, but hey, anything for you viewers out there. Thank you for watching everyone. I appreciate you. Brian appreciates you too. Remember to watch more episodes and look at my original origin stories. Thank you everyone. And good night. And of course, look into the shadows. Because this was a strange one. Brian wants me to tell you that if you're more views by him, do not worry because he's a workaholic with a fiction addiction. He also wants me to say, keep your eyes peeled out there because the madness never ends. Thank you all for watching and good night. I want to say this really fast. Please note this is a fan fiction. So I forgot to add this in the video, but I've added it now. So I can't be sued.